0: You are not doing it wrong. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not too much. You are more than enough. You haven't figured it out yet, but you will. And you might be here again, but you're gonna get back up and you're gonna try again. My name is Rebecca Ryburn and welcome to the Rebecca Ryburn podcast, a podcast dedicated to activating, challenging, and empowering you to close the gap between your potential and your reality. In this episode, it is my goal that you walk away empowered and firm in the belief that you are not doing it wrong. Life, you're not doing it wrong. Answer me this, have you ever been internally shut down by one of these statements, or thoughts. What's wrong with me? I'm too much. I'm not enough. Why haven't I been able to figure it out yet? I should be further along by now. How have I found myself here again? If you have, did you find that these thoughts turn you inward, draw you away, and then shine a magnifying glass on everything else that's wrong with you? Did you find it near impossible to turn your mind off and then get knocked out internally by the shame? And not the shame because you've done something naughty. Shame because you know you shouldn't be thinking the way that you are, but you can't help it. Maybe you've even had well-meaning people say, no, just stop thinking that. You're amazing. But when they do, it just makes you frustrated and angry because you're thinking to yourself, don't you think I've tried that? It's not working. And therefore, in the end, you conclude you must be doing it wrong or something wrong. I do want to make it clear that I am not pretending to be a counsellor. I know that is not what I am. But what I want to do is help lighten your load and give you tools to overcome these life halting lies by exposing them and therefore diminishing their power and their hold over you because you aren't doing it wrong. There is a battle for your mind, thoughts and statements like, what's wrong with me? I'm too much. I'm not enough or whatever else you may think are so dangerous because you end up feeling awful about yourself, even though deep down, you know that what you feel about yourself is not who you actually are. But now, these thoughts you're having have you questioning your motives and your purpose. I have been caught in that trap, big time. One of the worst times being when i felt so at war with myself that i remember just weeping and being in so much internal pain that i literally started pulling at my skin i was like tr- obviously trying to like get out but because like, i couldn't escape my mind i couldn't run away from myself so finally my body was reacting to what was actually my mind on overdrive i never actually hurt myself But I'd gone down the spiral of poor and wrong thinking for so long that my mind couldn't suppress it anymore. It needed an outlet. For me, pulling at myself, trying to get away from my body was the final straw. So I stopped trying to be my own hero and I went and got the help that I needed, which for me was actually in the form of a counsellor, then a psychologist, prayer and leaning heavily into my faith. After a year facing a lot of pain and retraining my mind, I found freedom. Not freedom meaning I never have these thoughts cross my mind ever again, but freedom to know that I have the ability to choose. I've learned and still need to practice daily that we are in charge of our minds and the thoughts we think no matter what they are only have the power that we give them. You are not doing it wrong. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not too much. You are more than enough. You haven't figured it out yet, but you will. And you might be here again, but you're going to get back up and you're going to try again. You are not doing it wrong. There's a battle for your mind. The weight and the heaviness you feel is because you're carrying what you think of yourself secretly And it's too heavy, because as long as only you know you're thinking these things, they're still in the darkness. And when they're in the darkness, they have a greater hold over you. But if you're identifying with what I'm saying, I want to tell you that the way that you're feeling right now, or that you have been feeling doesn't have to be the way that you feel. It doesn't get better just by saying stop it, but it does and can get better. You are the boss. You decide what rests in your mind and what goes. Your mind does not have to be a doormat for your thoughts to wipe their dirty feet on as they come inside. No, no. You have the power to choose. Maybe you'll just sit there going, okay, great. How right now? Well, I'm going to tell you. I did three things that worked for me. Obviously, as well as I said, leaning on my faith, counseling, psychology, psychology, as I mentioned earlier, but these are the three things that I did practically. First thing, I made a list. I got a piece of paper, put it in portrait mode, drew a line down the middle. And on one side, I listed all of the negative thoughts or statements that I was thinking about myself. And on the other side, I listed a completely opposite positive thought, no matter whether I believed it in that moment or not. For me, this process did two things. First, it made me recognize how wrong the thoughts I was thinking about myself actually were, because it is so much harder to write down a negative statement about yourself than it is to think one. And second, it armed me with predetermined replacement thoughts, which is so necessary when you're retraining your mind because when you feel bad or down about yourself, it's a lot harder to go and try and find something in the moment to oppose that thought. So that having that arsenal was amazing for me. Second thing I did was I recorded myself. I used the voice memo app on my phone and recorded myself saying the positive things that I wrote down in the list, identity affirming things about who I knew I was, and I would listen to it on my walks. I'd heard that very successful people use this technique, so I thought I would try it, and like they warned, and like I will warn you, you'll probably feel ridiculous. I felt ridiculous when I was recording them. I felt like I was lying to myself because it wasn't how I felt, but truly as I listened, it did actually help because I feel like there's something so powerful about listening to yourself say good things about yourself. It like shocks your system in the best way. And third, I told someone, I actually told three people, telling someone you trust about the, about the way you think about yourself can be enough to cut the weight of what you're carrying in half. Not because you've burdened somebody else, because when you say what you think about yourself out loud, you recognize, again, like writing it down, how wrong the thoughts are. How often when you're trying to be honest with someone, have you said, look, I know this isn't true, but this is what I'm thinking about myself or this negative, whatever that negative thing is. Saying something out loud is a lot harder. It's like, as I said, writing it down. It feels more concrete. When you take it out of the unseeable mind and put it in visual or audio form, It breaks the power and makes you realize. It also helps having someone to tell when you're having a tough day and you need extra support or someone to remind you not to give up. You are not doing it wrong. There is a battle for your mind. And I'm not going to lie. In the time I was very actively retraining my mind, again, it is daily, but when I was very active in it, I was exhausted because life still goes on but there was no way around it. If I did nothing and just let my mind go, I felt awful and I went back down this downward spiral. And if I worked on retraining my mind, I was exhausted and had to face real pain and issues every single day, but it had a purpose and an end goal. I want to say it again, you are not doing it wrong. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not too much. You are most certainly enough. You don't have it figured out yet, but you will. You might be here again, but you're going to get back up and try again. Don't give up on the battle for your mind. You are in charge and you have the freedom to choose whether you feel like you do right now or not. You really are truly amazing, valuable, unique, and so deeply loved. For those who have been told they are too much, your bold strength is needed. For those who have been told you're not enough, your courageous sensitivity is needed. You, we need you to be you. And you and I daily need to choose to recognize there's a fight going on for our minds. But we need to remember that we decide who wins. We are coming to the end, but before I finish, I want to take this moment to encourage someone listening right now who's struggling with their mind beyond what you feel you can handle. I want to say you don't have to figure it out on your own. Go and get the help you need. You are not weak for doing that. You are strong. Well, thanks for listening and for being here for episode six. I hope you feel empowered and encouraged to take back the charge and win the battle over your mind. If this has impacted you, I would love to hear your thoughts. So leave a comment, a review, subscribe, like it, share it, whatever. Your support in any way makes so much of a difference to me. I'd also love to get connected. So head to my website, RebeccaRyburn.com and subscribe to receive my weekly email or head over to my Instagram at Rebecca Ryburn and let's get connected there. Thanks again for joining me. See you next time for the Rebecca Ryburn podcast.